0: guys, we have a lot to talk about today. Firstly, we want to thank some of our wonderful new Patreon supporters. Give me an O! Give me an R! Give me an I! Give me an O! Give me an N! N. What's that spell? Orion! (laughs) And Samuel and... Timothy McCormack. Thanks, you guys. Your support means so much to us. And now for something rather interesting. Many of you wonderful listeners have told us that you'd love to perform on By Kids For Kids. Well, we've found a way to record you over the internet. Now we can find kids from all over the world to perform with us, to join... Just go to buykidsforkids.co and click on audition. There we explain everything you need to know. Looking forward to hearing from you. And now, finally, the story. Remember, a few episodes back, we released The Red Scale in which a young girl called Charlie discovered a dragon sneaking around her property, stealing little items and stashing them in its pouch. Well, we have the next story in the series, The Mysterious Magical Mansion, written by a mysterious author. It's called Into the Dragon's Den. Charlotte Maximo, Ruby McDrew, had many unusual features. Of all of these features, the one that stood out was her interest in magical creatures. She read books about genies and greater horned meanies, the flatulent goblins of Greetham. She loved to read stories about creepy crawlies and all of the beasts that would eat them. But none of these creatures exist in our world. There isn't a question about it. Charlie, like most of us, knew they weren't real. But now she had reason to doubt it. Her family had moved to a tumble down mansion. But something about it was funny. Charlie discovered, exploring her house, a dragon the size of a bunny. <laughs> The creature had chased her with great bursts of fire. Poor Charlie awaited her end, but after she charmed it with shiny bright coins, the dragon and Charlie were friends. Since that adventure, the dragon had vanished, but Charlie was sure it was near. At night she would put a coin outside her door and later it would disappear. This carried on for a couple of weeks, but one morning Charlie awakened. She opened her door and saw on the floor that none of the money was taken. Charlie was mystified. How could this be? Something about this was wrong. She put down another coin, but the next day, not one of the pennies was gone. Each day, Charlie added a coin to the pile. She hoped and she prayed and she yearned. But as much as she pined, there was never a sign that the dragon had ever returned. Until, one sleepy afternoon just after lunch when mother and father were napping, Charlie was reading upstairs in her room when she heard a light rapping and tapping. The dragon was scratching the window outside and Charlie cried out in surprise. The poor little dragon was battered and bruised with a desperate look in its eyes. It gestured to Charlie to come to the garden. It looked like it needed some help. And then it dropped down to the bushes below and crash landed there with a yelp. Charlie jumped up and dashed out of her room. She leaped and she bounded downstairs. She ran to the bush where the dragon fell down but the dragon was no longer there. The miserable creature was limping away with a mournful expression of sorrow. It looked back and painfully raised its small wing and then beckoned to Charlie to follow. It led her away through a tangle of weeds. The garden was all overgrown. She squeezed between bushes, she tripped over roots, and slipped over moss-covered stones. Eventually, they stopped at a small patch of rocks surrounding a hole in the ground. The dragon crawled into the burrow at once, while Charlie looked puzzled and frowned. Strange, muttered Charlie. It wants me to help, but I cannot squeeze into its den, I'm too big to fit. So I'll just wait and sit, and see if it comes out again. She didn't wait long till the dragon came back, but something about it was funny. Something was bulging and clinking inside the kangaroo pouch on its tummy. The dragon reached into its pouch with a claw, and took something out with a clink. It presented a bottle of bubbling juice. The words on the bottle said, drink. Hmm, pondered Charlie. I've seen this before in one of the books in my house. Alice in Wonderland drank such a juice and shrunk to the size of a mouse. The dragon was on its way back down the hole and looked back to Charlie to follow. Quickly she opened the bottle of potion And drank it all down with one swallow. She felt a slight shimmer, a magical glimmer. Her earlobes began to get hotter. Smaller and smaller and smaller she shrank until she was as small as an otter. She looked up at flowers, at mushrooms, at trees, at rocks that were covered in fungus, at butterflies, snails, earthworms and bees that were now all completely humongous. She looked down the hole where the dragon looked back with a desperate look in its eyes. She took a deep breath and went into the gloom and followed the dragon inside. Quickly the dragon led Charlie along. Deeper they went underground and with every footstep she heard a strange noise a rather unusual sound, a crunching, crackling, crinkling sound, it wasn't so easy to tell. It sounded like crushing up small bits of rock or walking on broken eggshells. Before she could stop to consider the noise, the tunnel had come to an end. She entered what looked like an underground cave, the home of her magical friend. Confounded astounded and truly dumbfounded she could not believe what she saw just like in legends cried charlie out loud the dragon is guarding a horde there were knives forks and shiny bright spoons mother's old pendant that looked like a moon necklaces earrings and silvery plates and old piece of chain from the back garden gate a bent piece of wire, some needles and pins, father's old toys that were made out of tin, pennies, screws, aluminium foil, a small metal can that had once contained oil. While Charlie marveled at all of this loot, which all had been pinched from her home, something unusual caught Charlie's eye, a collection of little round stones. As she stepped closer to have a good look at the pebbles piled up in a mound, A shadow went over the mouth of the hole, and a menacing voice said... The dragon, in fright, made a terrified squeak. Its whole body started to quiver. It was frightened and scared at whatever was there, and it crept behind Charlie and shivered. She looked at the wounded and bruised little beast, which peeped through her legs in alarm. She now understood where the damage came from. She knew what had caused it such harm. A cat! She heard it come prowling its menacing growling. She knew what the cat was intending. She knew why the dragon had come for her help. The poor creature needed defending. What could she do? How could she fight? The kitty was coming to harm her. Just like a knight in the stories she read, she needed a weapon and armor. She rummaged around in the treasure and found a small silver plate as a shield. The best she could find as a sword for the fight was a butter knife made out of steel. The cat came in creeping, its eyes open wide, its fur bristled up on its back. Its tail was twitching and swished side to side. It shuddered, and then it attacked. It lunged with its jaws and struck with its claws, and tried to hit Charlie, but missed. She gave it a swipe with the old butter knife, and the cat backed away with a hiss. The dragon flew in with its last bit of strength, although it was tired and weak breathed out a small ball of flame at the cat and the cat gave a terrified shriek. The dragon, exhausted, gave a small gasp and collapsed in a heap on the ground. The cat, burned and frazzled, decided to strike and pounced with a murderous bound. But Charlie stepped in to protect her small friend with a threatening look in her eyes. She gave a great whack on its nose with her shield and the cat gave a screech in surprise. The cat was defeated and quickly retreated as fast as it could out the den. Take that, Charlie shouted, you nasty old beast and never come back here again. She lifted the poor dragon onto its feet but then heard a loud crackling sound. The dragon, excited, stretched out its small wings and flew to the stones in the mound. A stone had cracked open and there, poking out, was a tiny red wing and a leg. She heard a small squeaking as something came out. These were not stones, they were eggs. A little red dragon the size of a mouse broke away the last pieces of shell. And then came a blue one a green and a brown, and a purple and pink one as well. The cave was now full of the cheeping and peeping of five little sisters and brothers. One at a time, they all clambered inside the kangaroo pouch of their mother. The dragon came over to Charlie and gratefully held her small hand in its claw. It gave her another small bottle of potion and Charlie knew what it was for. She went back outside and grew back to her size. The adventure had come to an end. Quite satisfied, she was beaming with pride from defending her magical friend. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.